0: This one is called Halfway House.
1: What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Slim Radio, Live Sessions. It's your host, Hassel Mark. Today we have a very special artist in the studio. He came in solo. One man strong, but don't be fooled. This man is a one-man army. <laughs> he came in with the heat. David Gould, thank you for being here, man. Thank you for having me. Very, very nice to see you. Of course, man. How are you doing? Good, thank
0: you. Uh, yeah, it's great. Great studio. I don't think they'll be seeing how cozy it is on the on the podcast, but mm. <laughs> echt gezellig.
1: <laughs> we are hoping that the people at home can hear how cozy our studio <laughs> is right now. <laughs> they hear the cozy reflections of our old radio, you know. Yeah. Just painting the image. It looks like your grandma's house, basically. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's very cool. You came in, first song. I really loved it. Man, first thing I, I see is this man... Got some skills on the guitar. God damn it, man! Well, thank you. When when did this musical journey, in terms <laughs> of uh, in terms of instrumentation, begin for you?
0: Oh, the guitar. I started playing the guitar when I was nine. I, I studied classical guitar. And um, yeah, studied classical guitar since I was nine. And uh, obviously, a big part of that is finger picking. So I actually mm-hmm. learned finger picking and that kind of uh, more classical, more Spanish style before I learned, you know, any rock songs or anything. Um, so yeah, I spent a lot of time picking. And then when I was like 16 or something, discovered 60s rock music basically, <laughs> and then started playing power chords and stuff on top of that. So I think now I'm mixing the two
1: up a little bit. was that transition? Because when I think of classical, I think of something entirely different than rock, of course. Yeah. Was the classical guitar also on a, an acoustic guitar? Or was it? How is that? How? Uh, yeah.
0: So the like the the one you saw today, it's it's a nylon string guitar. So mm. that is a, like a lot softer sound and a lot warmer, I think, uh, than often in rock music. If there's an acoustic guitar, it's a steel string or something like that, which is a bit sharper. But you can really whack it and go for it on a steel string, whereas the uh, nylon string. Is good also with for like flamenco pop kind of stuff like a bit more percussive, which I try and throw in now and then. I'm not that good at the flamenco style, but I got the finger picking
1: makes up for it, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your finger picking was uh, straight marvelous. You know, I I always I always think it's very interesting to see somebody. Who has acquired such level of talent in in an instrument or in whatever you know? Would you say that you are in in the in the in guitar? Would you say that you're getting close to mastery? Did you put in your ten thousand hours already? <laughs> oh, I don't know.
0: Probably I've I've never actually thought of it, so I don't oh. want to you know have too big an ego. But mm. we're getting there, I think. <laughs> I you know I still watch like there's still some people every now and then I'll watch them and it, it, I'll just be. Amazed at what they're doing, like um, uh, a guy called Don Ross plays acoustic guitar and he's, you know, he's playing beats at the same time and like detuning the guitar as he plays to get different chords. So there's like, there's a whole other world out there that, you know, I don't even touch. I keep it in a pretty normal tuning, like classical tuning. And I go from there.
1: That's the crazy thing that when you get good at something, you can also sort of see you get you have you're way more aware of how good some people are, you know, like, let's say. I would watch... Um, when I watch you, I'm like, this is crazy. And when I uh, watch the guy that you just mentioned, what's his name? I think Don-, uh, Don Ross, I think. Don Ross. Let's say I watch him, i probably also be like, this is crazy. Yeah. But I think that you would have a, ver- uh, a better understanding of how crazy it is what this guy is doing compared to me. Yeah. That doesn't really... Play guitar, you know. Yeah, no,
0: it, like it makes me want to quit. That kind of level, you know, like he's is uh, it's so like, what's the point in me playing when someone is doing it that good, you know? So yeah, there's a there's a whole other level of yeah. After mastery, I guess there's you know there's something mastery else. plus. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, you can master something and then it's like yeah, that's that's just the beginning for some of these people. Uh, yeah. out here. Who who's your favorite? Who's your favorite guitarist ever or at the time? Uh, I mean, uh, it's tough. There's two. I guess there's two three <laughs>
0: from the 60s that and the 70s that are really my thing a guy called John Martin who was very uh these are all part of the folk scene in the in the 60s in the in the UK um and John Martin also he did like effects pedals and stuff like he had an echo pedal and things so i like um he's very influential to me because he's not just a good guitarist or a good songwriter, he's also experimenting with sound and getting you know psychedelic stuff going on as well. So, yeah, a guy called John Martin is up there, and then from the same kind of scene, there's a guy called Bert Yanch, who's a bit more traditional uh, folk guitar, um, and a guy called Nick Drake, who's probably more famous for his songwriting, but as a guitar player, he's very Influential on me, uh, uh, even the guitar type as well. Like he's playing the nylon string. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that he did was uh, he never changed his strings. So on the album, that that the, st- the sound is so soft with the guitar playing because he never changed, never put a new string on it. So it's very like they like basically dead strings hanging on the guitar, and it's oh, a very easy. soft sound that he does. So yeah.
1: But he he plays it soft. So. As to not to break his fucking strings that are yeah. old, or
0: well, and also because like it when when you get the new strings on, they're very like tight and they vibrate a lot, so you get a very bright sound. And these ones, they've been on there f- for his whole life, basically, and they just they they don't move as much, so it, it's very soft. Um, and he sounds like no one else because you know everyone else should change
1: their strings you should change your strings <laughs> boys
0: and girls like <laughs> don't try and be nick drake <laughs> only if
1: you this guy yeah exactly. he's the only one that can actually pull it off exactly when did you started getting into the because the first guy you mentioned you said he also uses pedals and distortions. Yes. when did you started getting into that you know because you came here with multiple things a yes. looper a, yeah i think a distorter a uh, delay, a delay. Yeah, and a, a, a volume pedal yes the volume mm-hmm. pedal for you'll hear the
0: volume pedal once later on uh, like <laughs> a little bit in there but yeah the loop pedal is is um, I got that. Yeah, the idea was that I basically, I think it was about 10 years ago, I got the loop pedal. And because I was writing songs and I didn't have a band and I wanted it to be a bit more fuller sounding than just me playing guitar. And the idea was like building songs around the loop pedal as well. It, like, it can be an inspiration alongside, like, you know, you've got chords and melody and s- lyrics and everything is great, but then you can uh, the loop pedal gives you a limitation as well because you can only do so many loops or at one yeah. time but also gives you the ability to have so many layers of sound at the same time and it's fu- it's just fun to throw yourself in there and like i'm going to write a song for this now like for yeah. the for the piece of machinery that'll help me
1: yeah I'm, yeah I'm so, I'm so excited to know how how you approach writing a song knowing that this is some of the equipment do you mm-hmm. have you know do you start off with a with a bass and then you build on top of that or is it like how how is it how, how does that go yeah uh,
0: so with the with the looper it's cool to yeah usually a bass line or a, a couple of chords at the, that will be the the base of it um, or. I, often I'll try with a, a rhythm. You didn't really hear it today, but you know, like doing beats on the guitar, mm. looping that, and that's the bass, and then you can put the chords on that, and then you build up on top of that. Yeah, like the melody, uh, the harmonies of the chords, and then uh, because I just, like jazz, then the, you have to have a guitar solo eventually.
1: Because yeah,
0: <laughs> what else? What else are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> you have to you have to get you have to build towards the guitar solo. So yeah, like you say, like I build yeah from the bass to the, the middle and then to the treble and at the end you can get the guitar solo with the yeah the icing on the cake basically yeah
1: lovely lovely so this first song i believe the name was halfway house yes, right yes exactly what is it what is it about for you that one is
0: um, so it, there's not much not many lyrics in it it's quite repetitive but it's uh, just about not being i think originally it was a relationship and two people not being able to see eye to eye. But since then, I've moved... I don't know, in my mind, it's become a little bit more political because I feel like right now, every, everyone is... We've got lots of little tribes in politics, mm-hmm. and we can't talk to each other. And it's like, uh, that. yeah, the, no one's seeing eye to eye. We can't have a conversation with people across the aisle because... Their opinions are completely different, how they want the world to work and everything. And for me, it's a little bit, it's a bit of frustration, uh, a bit of uh, despair, I guess. Like, just can't, like, we're not going to, how can we make this work if we can't meet halfway? That's what what the song's about.
1: That is so crazy. I feel like in politics, especially, it's not just about, it's not just about what you feel is right or what you think resonates with you. It's also about choosing camps a lot, you know? (laughs) And if you choose camp A, you know, you kind of got to follow what camp A says. Exactly. Which makes these conversations so difficult, you know. Yeah,
0: because there's all these disparate things that aren't necessarily related. But if, you, if you're, if you're left wing, that means thus you have to be, agree with all this stuff. Yeah. And it's not necessarily true. And same for the people on the right. They might agree economically and then they look at the social stuff and like, well, actually... But yeah,
1: you're stuck. Yeah, but that's a di- that's a difficult thing also for voters because so what are you gonna do in that situation? We it's either you're like okay, I'm gonna make the compromise and I'm gonna choose this party or this uh, mm-hmm. organization because they have some things that I agree with, some things I don't, or you don't compromise, and that basically most of the time means that you don't don't vote because there yeah. most of the time there isn't a party that you just agree with three hundred percent. Of course, you know?
0: no, no, it's impossible. And also, even if you agree on the Policy. You have to deal with the personality behind the party as well. And some people will vote just on the personality, which is frustrating. But yeah, yeah, I agree. There is, yeah, we're dealing with a lot of apathy in the world right now. Like, there's a lot of frustration. The world seems to be pretty, yeah, turbulent. And yet, like, should I vote? Because, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're still going to vote, you know, Donald Trump in again. He's going to come back. Like, w- what else can we do, you know? That's, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I agree. It's uh But yeah, I I think it's a very frustrating landscape, to be honest.
1: Yeah, politics is most definitely, is it something that you dwell in, in terms of, in terms of does it have a lot of space in your mind, do you think, or? Probably too much. (laughs) Too much, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, I mean, like,
0: uh, especially now that we're all, you know, doom scrolling at home, we've all got our phones and like, just the news (laughs) is coming through. Um, Probably too much time spent thinking about this stuff,
1: yeah. I feel you man i try to. i try to stay away from it i just know that it's i just know you know it will not it will not have but like you say doom scrolling you know yeah. you will never see things that are like oh nice
0: yeah oh finally we figured it out as a species like no that's not coming
1: yes yeah, it's, it's constant <laughs> despair yeah that's the moment that you play one of uh, one of these songs. Yeah, exactly. Where you, you got <laughs> inspired to move uh, to meet people in the middle and uh, exactly and to and to put in the bridge. I'm excited to hear what what else you got in your uh, repertoire for today, man. I gotta say, cool. Well, are you? Do you? What What is the vibe of the next song gonna be? Uh? The, the what? So the, the next one is a bit more. It's not political at all.
0: It's called um, "Chardonnay's Denial," and that's more of a. That's a a story telling song, a character song. Um, it's a, a character I made up cool. years ago. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, this track is called Chardonnay's Denial.
2: called Chardonnay Smoking in a local cafe She's dreaming of the days Where she used to be on stage Queen of it all Wrapped up in satin show. Cold glass in hand This is what she said. Forgive my eyes They've been lying These aren't tears that you see Trick of the light in the dead of the night. There's no blues in me, our lady, still leaning on the bar daydreaming. Catches herself in the mirror The old reflection makes it all so clear That she's not burning quite as bright Forgive my eyes, they've been lying These aren't tears that you see A trick of the light in the dead of the night Smoking in the local Café Dreaming Of the days Where she Used to be on stage Queen of it all Wrapped up In satin shawl Cold glass in hand And this what she sang
1: David Mann Chardonnay's denial. I feel like this, this song had a bit uh it it had a different type of emotion to it than the than the first song, you know. I felt like I felt like first of all I wanna I wanna say the title is just it's a straight ringer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when you were when you were announcing the song, you said Chardonnays, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah." A song that has that title has to be just straight fire.
0: Yeah, well, well, thank you. I mean, <laughs> I agree. I've been playing this one a long time, actually. Of all the ones you heard, that's the oldest one. Um, or you're here today; it's the oldest one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's just a yeah. I guess it's a tra- tra- tragedy or. Tragic comedy i don't know maybe if you've got a very dark sense of humor you can find some humor in it i mean like her name is chardonnay but um uh yeah it's a character made it was a joke one night at a bar with some friends we were just we made a uh a a character like a has-been um singer like like a singer from the 40s or 50s and she used to be beautiful and everyone loved her and she had a, a huge musical hit and then This is catching up with her later in life when she's in the bars in town. She's drinking, she's smoking by herself. And it's just the snapshot of that. But um, seeing her, like flashbacks to when she was on the stage, when she was a big star, when she was singing and
1: that kind of stuff. That is a a very, I think for a lot of artists, it's a very... um, how do you say that a, relatable phenomena? Mm. You know, there's a lot of people where you 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 have heard their music, you know, they have this one big hit. And then after that you don't hear from them anymore on that big a scale. Yeah. Even though usually I feel like when you look up these people, you know, they they still do what they do, yeah. what they do for or whatever. But you know, do you you know, is that is that something that that artists that most artists fear, in your opinion, like this idea of you have this one thing that yeah. happens and then you just linger on it for too long?
0: I I don't know. I think it is a um. I, I think it is a. I, I think people don't want to be a one-hit wonder. You know, like they want to be. David Bowie I want to have a career of 40 years and and every album comes out and the critics go crazy I think that's what people want so um, yeah I guess it's, it is a fear um, of, of some performers that they'll end up washed up somewhere uh, but um, some, some people also they don't think about the future at all they just live in the moment and like it's not a it's not a concern for them. So I don't know what's best. I mean, I'm, (laughs) I'm, uh, I try not to fantasize about the future too much. I try to stay in the moment as well, but this was more, um, yeah, this is more, I guess, yeah, it's a character. Um, and actually kind of inspired by someone I saw on King's day. Once I did see Mm. a, you know, uh, they, um, there was uh, – they have the performers on King's Day in the streets in, in Amsterdam. Yeah. And um, there was this older, uh, maybe in his 60s or 70s, like crooner-looking guy. He was all dressed up in tuxedo with a bow tie, and he was just walking through the crowd trying to sell his CDs, and he was crying while he was trying to sell his CDs because no, no one cared.
1: one ah, cared. So she...
0: that's the uh, – yeah, I did the uh, – it, that's kind of the inspiration about that that guy.
1: Holy shit! Yeah. That's yeah. a sad story. <laughs>
0: it stuck in my mind. Yeah, um, but
1: <laughs> I'm, of course. Yeah, that's a that's a tragedy. I'm 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 curious to, you know, did he start crying? You know, was he? You know, when did he start crying? You know,
0: I don't know because I was uh, like I I kind of just brush. You know, these moments like you yeah. see it for like three seconds before, and it, like an hour later, you actually register what was happening. Like that was crazy like just this guy in the street holding out cds and crying like trying to sell them because and no one notices because i'm sorry we're not here for you and actually this is actually like yeah people don't want to interact with that kind of public display of of um sadness like yeah sorry don't want anything to do with this and it's yeah um so yeah i just saw him crying and holding the cds and i don't know very yeah resonated and yeah
1: well, that's that's uh, that's maybe the not the rock bottom of an artist, but that is uh, that is a dark segue. Yeah, exactly, it's,
0: uh, but uh, hey, it's a it's a tragic tragic song, I guess.
1: It's a tragic song. I just hope that for the man uh, in question, that you know his tears sold some records on that yeah. on that day. You know, maybe maybe his image stuck with more people and they.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: you know, that, he doesn't even know that it, he's partly, uh, you know.
0: Exactly. I don't know his. I don't know who he was. His name. Yeah. Uh, like anything. Just that. Yeah. That moment. That two seconds. I saw him and then disappeared into the crowd. Like, yeah. He doesn't know.
1: But in terms of the music you make, in terms of the songs, how do you? Because sometimes you can make a song that everybody in your surroundings likes, and mm. sometimes you can make a song that maybe just you like. Yes. Or a specific niche of people. How do you approach this and do you know when you make a song what it is for you and for the people around you?
0: Uh, it's a good question because, well, I have had people tell me, can you write a happy song, please? <laughs> <laughs> like, And uh, I've tried and it just doesn't sound genuine. It's not that I'm a particularly sad person. It's just that there are um, th- the emotions I want to express are normally darker ones or or they come out easy easier like the, the the narrative um also just in general i like the i like minor keys more than i like major keys like i like I, I, I think it's growing up with you know a lot of rock music around and that's mainly in minor keys and and blues and stuff mainly minor scales that they use there so yeah that's not that i'm aiming to be sad it just comes out Kind of melancholy a lot of the time, so in answer to your question about writing for myself, kind of most of the songs are for me. Like, or they, there's what I feel genuine, and maybe I get inspiration by somebody. Like, maybe I really want to express something to to somebody in particular that I can't say it in words, um, or it's just easier actually to put it in a song. Um, so sometimes. I'll write a song for somebody and yeah. maybe I won't even perform that live. Like It's just something I record into the phone and send it to them. Like, actually, this is this is just between you and me and this is how I feel right now about our relationship or whatever. Um, so, yeah, those ones, again, it is still for me because it's me wanting to express something to somebody.
1: Right yeah, now. that's so crazy that you can use that actually you now because I feel like as an artist, you put all these things that you make on display for people mm-hmm. a lot. You know, you bring it out, everybody can hear it. And just to hear that you can also do this on a personal level, because it's ju- it's a tool of expression, yeah. In its in its in its purest form, you know, and that you can just take this and be like, "Yo, we just had this giant argument, you know. I have no idea how to tell this to you, yes. but here I made a song about it. You know, if you like it, if you hate it,
0: yeah, exactly. But like, this is how I f- this is how I feel, and this is the easiest way for me to say it.
1: Yeah. Our sound genie, by the way, he, he he noted during the song that there was this one part where you said, I'm not going to sing the blues or something. And then you started playing the blues. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because the character also is, um, she's she's in denial. Like the mm-hmm. whole thought, like she, she's, she's trying to say, I'm not sad. Like everything's great. I'm still a superstar. Um, and there's no blues in me. Uh, yeah, it's a blues song and there's a blues guitar solo in it. And uh yeah, so, yeah, Chardonnay's denial. She's denying uh, reality, basically.
1: Or lying to herself, at least. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I hear that you even have more songs up your sleeve. I do. You're sitting here before me <laughs> sleeveless, but you have many a songs <laughs> in your sleeve. Don't
0: worry, there's more to come. <laughs> <laughs> so this next song, the name is? Butterfingers is the... Um, so earlier on, we were talking about loop pedal stuff. Mm. This is a one of the loop pedal songs.
1: Okay, well, I'm excited to hear it. Let's uh let's go.
0: This track is called Butterfingers.
1: David, I got to say, that shit was bananas. <laughs> <laughs> thinking yeah That was honestly, thoroughly bananas. I was over here listening with the headphones. You know, I already saw in the first song that you're very skilled, but, you know, just being able to uh, to combine, to to just to use that loop pedal, you know, just to use that loop pedal and to layer it like that. It's also a new dimension for you. You know, you're playing and you're... Mm. And then you gotta you gotta with your f- feet, you know, you gotta pause things, and so you gotta loop it. And goddamn, that was bananas. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> is it one of the more difficult things for you to play as well, or do you think that it's just different?
0: Uh, it's it takes a different sort of concentration. Like you, you realize that I'm not I'm mm. not doing any vocals at all because like I can't I can't think about that other thing as yeah. well. Like I just gotta concentrate on what's in front of me. Um, mm. And yeah, it's different to uh, pl- just playing a, a normal song because, like, when you when it's just you and the guitar, you can kind of slip out of time and tempo, and it's okay because it's just you and the guitar. So like, if you kind of you can like slur on a beat or yeah, something, yeah. it's fine. You don't have the chance like the first couple of chords I play in the loop like they have to be on like it has to be on time because if I record the loop wrong, you're all gonna hear it like immediately. It's gonna be Yeah, everyone's going to have a bad time.
1: (laughs) It's going to be difficult, probably. Yeah. Just before we started recording, you told me that that you haven't actually performed... Since May of last yes, year, exactly, yes, exactly. Since since the shit hit the fan, basically. Exactly,
0: yeah. So yeah, it's been. Uh, in fact, I hadn't. <laughs> I ha- the 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 loop pedal was gathering dust up until um, <laughs> maybe a week and a half ago when I was like, okay, we better we better <laughs> remind ourselves how we play this stuff.
1: Oh shit, man, that is crazy because it sounds like. You have just been in the hyperbolic time chamber this year <laughs> yeah, just, just practicing this loop. <laughs> no, just playing. No, I haven't
0: um, actually. Uh, I mean, a bit I like I, I did a really, really experimental album during the lockdown um, under a different name called Tribune of the Plebs. And that was more electric guitar. And that was, yeah, electric guitar and uh, the loop pedal and... Every toy I have just plugged in and feedbacking and just yeah. crazy noise stuff. That's on a a record label called Noiser Records. That's a local, a local one. So yeah, I have. It didn't. There was some loop pedaling and some tomfoolery, but not much. No, it's really a, the first time it's. Yeah, it's had a it's day in the sun this year.
1: Definitely. yeah amazing was it a lot was it a tough practice in terms of in terms we you say was gathering a dust gathering dust till like two weeks ago you know yeah yeah um it, it it's uh
0: there's the it was it is tough because of course we all live in amsterdam and there's not that much room in our houses and you've got it i've got to put all the loop pedal all the other pedals on the floor. Yeah, have enough room to stand up. Have uh, enough room for a speaker of some kind so I can hear what I'm actually looping. Um, uh, so yeah, it was uh, yeah, I had to be reminded of how I do it, but um, it came back. It's like riding a bike. It's good. It comes back.
1: <laughs> it's like riding a bike. Cause it seems it seems like a very intensive thing to do as well. Like just just to press things, you know, cause you know there's some balance in play too. You know, you need yes, to balance yeah. on one on one foot and. And press things. You cannot double press it. You know exactly.
0: No, it's um, it's quite meditative. Like mm. I think if you, if I stress about it, then that's when I fail. Thankfully, today didn't do that. <laughs> but uh, I have like on. I have done it in the past on stage as well. Like I did like a double press, and then you know all the cacophony of sound that you, yeah. you heard just stops dead. And that's like the, this, the worst thing in the world. Like, oh, like just because everyone's in the in the zone yeah. in the middle, and then then just silence. It's the end. It's awful.
1: What so. do you do then? Do you pretend that this was part of the, the, the performance? sometimes
0: you can like if it was a, on a beat like yeah that was it guys thanks but uh, other times it's just. Uh, yeah sorry like like sorry about that technical fault like it wasn't technical fault it was me pressing the wrong button <laughs> um
1: start shouting at the sound mind yeah like, yeah what yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, are yeah, you doing yeah. man? come hey, on man, man.
0: plug me back in yeah um
1: <laughs>
0: like, wait, yeah but yeah so uh, uh this only happened once but yeah it wasn't uh, that that was because i was very yeah i was nervous and i was overthinking it whereas like if you're in the zone if you relax a bit more meditative it's much easier. You hear the music back, you get in the groove, don't rush it and then it's it's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you prefer doing this compared to playing with other people? Uh it's a completely completely different different beast. Yeah,
0: like the the really nice thing about playing with other people is that it the music moves differently. Yeah. Like doing the doing the loop pedals fine, but if uh like you know, there's only two or two, three, four chords you can do for a limited amount of time. Like I can't, I can't loop the same bit for um, half an hour because yeah. the audience is going to be bored senseless. Um, when you're with a band, you know, you got the bass guitar who's who's separate from yourself. Um, they can do their own thing. They can go on their own run, yeah. and uh, you can bounce ideas off them and they ideas off you, and that's really fun. Um, but you know, you're not. In control of what's happening and that's yeah that's the payoff like having another human in the room and listening to them and uh and finding a sound is very fun um the loop pedal is just like like complete control of your environment and um if you have an idea it's easy easier to get it out and practice it over and over i guess um so yeah i wouldn't say i prefer either they're just different beasts yeah
1: yeah I get you. So, I would love to uh, to talk a little bit about. Would what do you have? Do you have anything that's coming out soon, or things that you plan on, on bringing out soon? And then we can just close off with a, another beautiful song, which I know you have. Yes, one more, Long one sleeves. more song. Yeah, <laughs> many many songs up my sleeve. Yeah.
0: No, we got another song later um, called. Um, what is it called? Clifftop Dancing. There we go. Mm. Um, that's a, that is a you asked earlier about writing for people or whatever, Uh, that is a a crowd pleaser, that one. People like that one. Like a bit of an earworm, people come up to me afterwards and tell me they they like that one. So that has to be played every time. I've even had friends complaining that I play it too often. So (laughs) because they come to every gig because I got good friends. But um, you're like, can you not? So that's a, there's a, yeah, it is a fan favorite. Um, But yeah, you'll hear that in a bit. Um, Regarding things coming up, quite a few things. I have, during lockdown had the chance to be a bit of a composer. So I'm, I'm composing for a show um, that will hopefully fingers crossed be showed on BBC
1: one this year. Oh, That's crazy. Yeah, it's
0: a documentary about different um, religions in Britain. It's just going to be called being, I think. And so it's like, each episode's about a different religion. So British Muslims, uh, like British Christians and just day-to-day life about what they do. And so some some of my music will be in that, which is nice, like original stuff for the show, as well as some of the songs um, that I've previously released. So really looking forward to that to come out. Um, And I will also be on the soundtrack for this like Italian art house movie. That's coming out called. I can't remember the Italian name, but the English name is "Where Is Everybody," and it's very like. I don't know if you know Werner Herzog, the film director. It's kind of that style, very like detached documentary style. And they've taken my the the weirdest tracks I have, and they've put them <laughs> in this one, oh, so it's very trippy. Of the
1: experimental, uh, yeah, rock the, guitar yeah thing? exactly, uh, exactly. That wavy.
0: stuff is it going to be in there? So. um yeah, that, looking forward to that. I don't know when that's coming out because, you know, Corona's put everything on hold.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, aside from that, yeah, lots of other mini projects. Uh, I've been producing for a couple of guys as well. Uh a friend called uh, R. Tallinn uh, is a guy out of Berlin, helping him produce a couple of tracks, um, which has been fun as well
1: dope dope and where's the where's the socials where we can where we can check so you out so
0: best place to find me is Instagram yeah uh, I am David Gould is the is the handle he got
1: the great handle uh, yeah exactly no uh, numbers in there yeah
0: <laughs> um, so yeah you can find me on there that's probably the best place and um, to see what's going on uh, new songs and all that kind of stuff I'll be pu- posting
1: on there super dope we're gonna be checking for you because you came in like I said this is the one man armada <laughs> <laughs> came in just one man in a guitar and you uh, you know with the looperun and everything it, it was just a, a very a lot of full songs you know i really enjoyed it you have one more yes to send us off with and it's a fan favorite yes. we are treating you guys like it's fucking christmas <laughs> <laughs> david thank you for coming and uh pl- pleasure talking to you as and well to
0: you too thanks so much for having me
1: of course and uh yeah t- Send, send, what is the expression send her away take her off <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> what is it <laughs>
0: uh, take it take it away yeah, yeah. David, David
1: Gould take it away will do thank you very much yeah uh,
0: this last tune is called Cliff Top Clifftop Dancing <laughs>
2: fall down down on the ground bleeding battered and bruised what can I say it's just another day with you and we all fall down down on the ground bleeding battered and bruised what can I say it's just another day with you mirouettes on this cliff top watch out Toe to toe And we keep on Dancing closer And closer To the edge And we all fall down Down on the ground Bleeding, battered and bruised What can I say It's just another day with you And we all fall down, down on the ground Bleeding, battered and bruised What can I say, it's just another day with you Babe, hold me close As we dance on the brink Don't look down. Keep your eyes on me, Princess. Don't blink, or you'll lose your ground. And we keep on dancing. Closer to the edge, and we all fall down, down on the ground, bleeding, battered, and bruised. What can I say? It's just another day with you, and we all fall down, down on the ground, bleeding, battered, and bruised. What can I say? It's just another day with you.